Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. intro Laura you know coming in hot Laura's feeling all right let me explain okay it's been a week we say that every week we say that every week we say that every week but it was just it was just one of those stupid weeks where like dumb fucking shit was happening Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like you stub your toe and then you hit your head and then you fall down the steps (laughs) and then you're late and then you get a flat tire and then yeah it was one of those so we were like you know what why don't we have a drink This episode, there's been construction work right outside. We make fun of it all the time in our episodes. Literally the entire year that we've been here. Yeah, but today it was just like extra bad. There were like 5 million machines going at the same time. And overstimulation is like, ooh, it's so real. And then with a crying baby in the mix too, we were like, you know what? Let's have a girl's night. Let's have a girl's night. This is one of our last episodes without fact check Jake in the room. Because after our summer break, we're going to try to get him back. So I said, let's be like... Wild. Wild. Let's go get a beverage. You said, man, I better put some ice cubes in this. <laughs> I'm going to crunch them. Oh my God. Yeah. I said. Yeah. So uh, we went and I said, why don't we get a big drink? Okay. Yes. You we'll made make it. You we'll made make this it a game. game. I, I get competitive. Yeah. But I forgot that we were making it a game and that you, there were rules. There I were forgot. Rules. So the rule was... We drink and you have to finish your drink by the end of the episode. Just one. Just one drink because it's going to be big. Yeah. Those like comically oversized beverages. Fizzies. You have to finish it by the end of the episode yeah. or there is like a punishment. And yeah. I let Jake decide. Now the punishment is for right. me. There's one really embarrassing <laughs> picture of me and I don't get embarrassed. So, you know, it's, it's like pretty bad. It was like after your shoulder surgery, you were all hopped up. And I was eating chicken wings. <laughs> I have like an old smoker's laughter. <laughs> so just ignore that because, you know, oh my gosh. again, getting sexier by the episode. Every time. Uh, and yours is, you guessed it, we're going to release that fart video. So if we don't finish, finish. if we don't finish these, our Patreon members will get, you know, I'm full access. access. I'm excited. And they can see us. They can see what we're drinking here. Yeah. So I have like one of those large cans. I was not stoked on the selections. (laughs) No, me either. Of like a fizzy, you know, like. What is it called? White claw. Like a white claw equivalent. This is not a white claw. I'm not going to tell you what brand it is. Patreon people, you can see it because I'm about to shit on this. This is the worst tasting fucking beverage (laughs) (laughs) I have ever had. First of all, the can, I look like I am an ad for America. (laughs) USA. Here you go. Fly the flag. What do Americans say? Now we have to preface this by saying what? we have not drank. No, in you'll, a hot you'll minute. be able to tell. It's been, right. it's been a while since we've had a beverage. Yeah. So we're already, I'm like three sips in and I'm like, Ugh. my lips but are already numb. You're going to yeah. know every time I take a sip because you're gonna it be tastes, like, I'm like, oh my God, it tastes so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Kind of like battery acid. 
Not that Yikes. I know what that tastes like, but you, I said, pick whatever you want and you right. want to tell them what you I picked. I was not stoked on the selections. So, and I kept saying that choice would be bad <laughs> because it's going to be really sweet. And that that's also exactly really what sweet. happened to me. I played I myself. Like, I'm not choosing any of those. And okay. so I got a 40 <laughs> of Mickey's. <laughs> Because I like Mickey's. Yeah. And, and it was $3 for a 40. Yeah. It's a bargain lore. Yeah. But then I f- forgot the rules. And you said I had to drink I the said whole you thing. Have to drink the whole thing. And I feel like she's a toddler. Already- I'm like two hands. <laughs> she's already halfway through it. So she's already. I've been, yeah. And this is my first 40. She just told me before we hit record that this was her first ever 40. And I said, you shut your mouth. You have to tell them this. I have never had one before. This was like the high school experience for me. Wow. I mean, we always had for this honking thing. Exactly. You can see why you were fucked up by the time you hit the Mickey's logo. Halo. Halo. (laughs) (laughs) What were you trying to say? Hello. <laughs> oh, we're already in trouble. No, this is we're not going to be good. I already feel my lips tingling. This my toes is are not going to be good. It's, yeah. Do you want to know something really embarrassing what? that just hit my mind? Hmm. Because we used to drink forties all the time. Okay, so you speak for yourself, not me. <laughs> yeah, we like is not me and my friends. I had uh, those once. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> So this girl I was dating made me a necklace out of the cap of a Miller. I think it was a Miller Light 40. And oh, that's I used true to love right it. there. <laughs> Did they let you wear that in school? Oh my God, I don't know. Did I hide it? Probably not. Probably knowing you, it. no. I had a lot of chunky necklaces. You did. You did. Hit it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was so fucking cool. I'm like, girl, you what? were. Was I? You were cool. Are you sure. I because am I'm sure. saying things to you now. Positively, like- Lily. <laughs> yes. You were cool. Thank you. The coolest. Okay. She is totally toasted. <laughs> Are you ready to get into I'm it? I'm so ready. We have a new patron to thank. Hey, no, wait. I'm not ready to get into it. You know why? 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 Because I forgot to tell everybody out there <laughs> that Indeed hit me up this week. That's why I'm celebrating with the 40. And, <laughs> and apparently, I am a perfect match to work. For what is, what is it? The FBI. The FBI. That's what the email said. We saw your, we saw your resume on Indeed and we thought you'd be a perfect match for this job at the FBI. <laughs> X-Files only. That's all I'm taking. I was going to say, I would email back and be like, may I ask for the X-Files? Yes or no? And I thought, you know what? I've always thought <laughs> that I They're could work. they just trying to bait people that are like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> You're so I right. saw myself. <laughs> <laughs> science doesn't get much more science they probably, than heard, they probably heard one of the episodes when wear, i had my lab coat do on. they wear lab coats in the fbi do you think i don't know i don't know what they do <laughs> it just dawned on me right. i'm not really I have sure. no idea what they do uh, hopefully they'll pop maybe up they in, want a, it that way. in a you know, movie at some point and you'll have to investigate oh shit okay new patron yes tanya Tanya, welcome. welcome to the family. Thank you for joining. Thank you for sending us the lovely message you sent. Oh my gosh, that it was a tearjerker. Wonderful, you got me in the feels. Just, yep. Welcome. Uh, go check out what we have going on over there. 
Yes. Some cool announcements coming after our break. We're really excited about to go check it out. Absolutely. Uh, You can also rate us on Spotify and Apple. Five stars, please. Five stars. Yeah. Yeah. Or check out our merch shop. We got some cool ass merch. We do. Thank you. Speaking of merch, you did not bring it up. What? When we went to get the the 40. (laughs) Oh, this is so embarrassing. Okay. Uh, When we went to the beer distributor. (laughs) Distributor. (laughs) Which is is literally (laughs) like one mile down the road because Lee doesn't get out very often. very often yeah, she's so like we let's run and get the hell out and they had a rack of t-shirts and you're like let me for peruse and let I me said, peruse well, hold on. now one thing about we me, thought it was gonna be funny <laughs> if you have a rack of tchotchkes <laughs> i'm in i'll look through it who would have thought at to least. find a rack of tchotchkes at, at the beer distributor i was like okay peanuts this is yes stimulating Some beef jerky yes colored me surprised so i'm flipping through it i was like now wait a minute these are fucking <laughs> These are fucking kick-ass t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I got an Iron City beer shirt. Come on, Pittsburgh. I was like, fuck yeah. And it's like neon. I love it. And then you found one for me. I wish I would have had it for last week. Uh, It has Bigfoot on it and it says, don't stop believing. And it's the cheesiest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like neon green. It's so fugly, but I love it. $6.99. Fuck yeah. And you know, where else can you go and get a 40 and a (laughs) t-shirt for under 10? (laughs) (laughs) Only here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Oh my God, this should be an ad. Uh, there you go. Welcome to Pittsburgh. Here's your 40 and a fucking t-shirt. Enjoy. It didn't break the bank. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Are you ready to get into I'm it? I'm so ready. Uh, I have a fucking clinker. You know uh, what? Clinker I was city. debating whether or not I was going to tell you from the jump that it was it a clinker sucked. or if I was going to let you all figure it out. That's why you needed the drink. You know what? This one is for, yes, this one Ooh. is from 2003. Now mm-hmm. I've done a bunch of these. I'm drinking. I'm sorry. I had to let you chug. <laughs> she really does not want that video <laughs> release. You're going I'm for gonna it. I'm going to make it through. So, you know, I've done a lot of these like early 2000s. So mm-hmm. there's like a few things that happen with 2000s. Horror movies, you had like the kind of Queen of the Damned, yeah, new metal type of thing mm-hmm. they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. This, I would say, was trying to fall into that kind of tone. Do you it know what I mean? Fell but flat. it flopped just a smidge. Okay, this is a fantasy slash horror film rated mm-hmm. PG 13. There's part uh, of your problem. Now, when I first saw this back in 2003, I loved it. I yeah. ate it up. And the movie Obsessed. poster says R. The movie the poster does say R. They got them in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I loved this when I was younger, but now I hadn't seen it in a few years. And I went back and I was like, oh, garbage. Oh. Uh, tagline. Every legend has its dark side. Nah, <sighs> Two out of ten. I'm not, I'm not intrigued. Uh, written by John Pisano, James Vanderbilt and Joe Harris. Oh my God. I thought you said James Vanderbeek. <laughs> Written by James Vanderbeek. Yeah, I bet it would have been better. Probably. Get, get the beak on it. <laughs> no, TM. Dawson. TM. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Directed by Jonathan Liebsman. Here's your cast. Uh, Chaney Klee as Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emma Caulfield as Caitlin or Kat. Love her. So that's probably why I was into this movie yeah. back in the day. Because if you don't know, she's from Buffy. Yes. Uh, the so we series. Love the series. On Yonka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthony Burroughs as Matilda Dixon. And Lee Cormy as Michael. That's your cast. That's all that you need to know. Are you ready for the rundown? Okay. We open with a narrator who says, and this is just way too dramatic for this movie. 
It is said that over 150 years ago in the town of Darkness Falls. Ooh. Darkness Falls. Yes. Okay. Matilda Dixon was adored by all the children. Mm. Whenever one of them lost a tooth that took a turn, they would bring it to her in exchange for a gold coin, oh. earning her the name the Tooth Fairy. Uh-huh. Um, now, here's the thing. I don't know if it's just the time period we're living in. But if October came home, it was like someone's asking for my teeth in exchange for a coin. I'd have been like, absolutely not. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, fate was not kind to Matilda. Oh, okay. Damn. Maybe because it was low key, just a little bit creepy. I don't know. One night, fire tore through her home on no. Lighthouse Point. Uh oh. Okay. Leaving her face horribly scarred. Yikes. Her skin was left so sensitive that she could only go out <laughs> at night. I thought you were going to say leathery. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> dry. <laughs> well, since she was caught in a fire, one could say yeah. that it was dry. <laughs> it was also sensitive. She could only go out at night. Okay. And she always wore a porcelain mask because uh, she didn't want people to be scared of how mm-hmm, she looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when two towns children suddenly went missing, mm-hmm. everyone was quick to blame. The reclusive Matilda. Okay, because they were a little scared of her. Right. Again, maybe. Tooth, <laughs> children, take them, yeah. Again, maybe it's the whole teeth thing. I don't know. Without any evidence of her involvement, okay, the town tore off her mask and hanged her. Hung her? Hung her? Hanged. Hanged. They said hanged. Of a hang sandwich. <laughs> Oh, God, it's the Mickeys. Okay, with her dying breath, Matilda laid a curse upon Darkness Falls. Mm. What I took before in kindness, I will take forever in revenge. <laughs> Can I just say Yikes. I don't understand what that means? That means, what does that mean? That means you willingly gave me your tooth and I gave you a coin. It was a mutual agreement. Now, bitch, you're going to pay. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. thank you for I'm just going to take it because and you're in trouble. I will take forever. So instead of your teeth... I'm mm. going to get revenge on you. Yeah. Okay. Why couldn't mm. they just say it like that? Like, why do they have to make poetic. it sick? Oh, poetic. I know, but me, I was like, wait, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie, I was like, what'd she mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, very soon after, the two kids were found safe and sound. Okay. Mm-hmm. Duh, she didn't do anything. Right. And thus, Darkness Falls has a very dark secret. Mm. Okay, now, in present day, legend has it that Matilda visits the toothless children of darkness. <laughs> Hope she's not coming for me. <laughs> I was going to say, you better look out. How do you feel? Do you feel represented? Toothless. <laughs> and then I'm holding a 40. I mean, it just doesn't get any better. Yeah, for you're sake. really painting the whole picture oh, here, Laura. So on the night that they lose their last baby tooth okay. is when she visits Uh-oh. to seek vengeance on anyone who looks at her face. Yikes. So that's the thing I found with this movie. Like, why didn't you just pick one? Yeah. Like, is she the burned woman who doesn't want to be looked at or is she going after teeth? <laughs> is it both? both? <laughs> it's both. It just, do you know what you I know. mean? Yeah. I mean, it's trying to be multifaceted. It is. Uh, so cut to 1990. Okay. I'm there. Jumping Uh, forward. Young Darkness Falls resident Kyle Walsh has just lost his last baby (laughs) tooth. Oh, damn. And he looks like he's 20 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, when does one lose their last baby tooth? 
I know that's a good question. Did you dive down that rabbit hole? I did not. Now I'm curious. I know curious. I know you'll let me know. Yeah, I will. Uh, his friend Caitlin, aka Cat. Okay. Yes. Pops yes. by his room for a late night visit. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the two agree to go to the school dance together before sharing a little smooch. Ooh. So it was like a late night booty call. When I saw her climb through his window, I said, what are you doing mm. there? Yeah, exactly. You know what? It's late. That can mean only one thing. They're like <laughs> booty 16. <call. laughs> or 27. <laughs> exactly. Uh, before leaving, Kat picks up the kid's tooth. And places it under his pillow. And she does so in like a flirtatious way. And I don't know about you, but flirty about that. Exactly. I'm like, that is a tooth. No. No. And then trying to be all cutesy, she says, Remember, when the tooth fairy comes, don't peek. (laughs) She climbs out of his window. I'd be like, And she does this. She waves with her fingers. Toodles. Toodles. Hey. Yeah, I would be like, uh, about the dance, I can't make it. I can't it. go. The way you sensually <laughs> talk, like caressed my lost tooth. I'm not into <laughs> Why'd you have to go there? Oh, damn. So now Kyle is fucking bummed out. A little weirded out as well. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up in a cold sweat ever after having some nightmares. Some weird ass dreams. Yes. Yikes. He starts hearing some noises and you guessed it. He realizes... That Matilda the Tooth Fairy is coming to fuck his shit up because he just lost his last tooth and the story is real. I can just think of the movie Matilda. Every time you say Matilda, I'm Matilda like... Matilda was a bold choice of name. I'm waiting because- for Rusted Root to break out. In <laughs> Where's Miss Honey? <laughs> Mash up. Right? Like, that was a bold choice of name because it's not intimidating. Like, no. I picture the yeah, bow. That's yeah, right. Get real. Long story short, Kyle uses light to escape. Okay. okay. Because she can't be seen in the light, remember? Sensitive skin. <laughs> Sensitive yeah. skin. Yeah. But his mom, who comes to help, looks at Matilda because she doesn't know what the fuck is going on and she dies. So rest oh, in damn. peace to the mom. The next day, Kyle is wheeled off to a psych hospital because it is assumed that he killed his mom. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Okay. Cut to 12 years later. We're doing another We're jump. We're time okay. hopping. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like five minutes into the uh, film. Oh my gosh. That's me. That's me today. <laughs> Thank you for Not clarifying. Leanne. Because you know I would get roasted. Yeah. Okay, so 12 years later, adult Caitlin, Cat is mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's wrong with her younger brother, Michael. He's mm-hmm. pretty little. Yeah. Uh, who suddenly can't sleep for more than 10 minutes at a time. He's having night terrors, scratches randomly. Uh, he doesn't like the dark, et cetera. Sound like someone you know. Yeah. Okay, she decides to call Kyle. Ring, ring. And ask for help. I guess yeah. he's out of the psych hospital. Uh, Kyle is now living in Las Vegas. Mm. And at first I was like, that's weird. But it's always light. Oh. Uh, okay. I like that little detail. Okay. Okay. He is extremely paranoid because of what he saw when he was younger. He's on a big cocktail of anxiety and sleep meds. And he refuses to sleep in the dark. Yeah. So he has like flashlights and lamps mm, and shit everywhere. Mm. Uh, Kyle visits Kat and Michael and gets spooked when he realizes that the tooth fairy is back again. Shit. And he's having like flashbacks. She's made a Mama. comeback. Mama. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this time for Michael, who just lost his first tooth. Okay. Oh, so shit. she's coming for Michael. That's why he's all fucked up. I thought it was the last tooth. <sighs> what did I say? First tooth? Yeah. Last tooth. It's Damn. The, last tooth. It's this beverage. It's the you know what it started smash to be. red white and berry. <laughs> You're not supposed to say. I didn't give the name. I didn't give the name. <laughs> it's starting to taste a little better. It's- <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
my God. That was embarrassing. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start my super speed round wrap up. Please do. <laughs> Please do. I'm half toasted and this is still boring. The, te- the tears out of me. so bad, Laura. Wow. I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, but there was like a huge irrelevant chunk in the middle of this movie. You know, those movies that do that. It's yeah. like, this is making no You're sense. You're just wasting time. There's a bar fight. Filler. Someone gets, Kyle gets arrested. Then he leaves town. It's like stupid shit. He's locked shit. in a stupid dark shit. cell and she comes for him. Is that what happens? <laughs> Laura, I don't know. The town experiences a blackout. Oh. People start dying. Duh. Oh. And everyone is quick to blame crazy Kyle, quote unquote. Even Kat at first is a little suspicious of Kyle. Okay? Is this Emma Call film? Yeah. Mm. Perfect. Not a great performance. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry, Em. Kyle realizes that the blackout puts Kat and Michael in danger, so he rushes off to save them. More people die in the middle of this. It's a high body count. Uh, Kyle, Kat, and Michael, and some other randoms who eventually die off, escape to Lighthouse Point. Of course. Of course, but the light is broken. <laughs> the light on the Hasn't lighthouse is broken. And Matilda finds them. It's somewhere in the fog. Duh, because you went somewhere really fucking obvious. Yeah. Uh, Just as you think our gang is about to die, the lighthouse light gets turned on and it Mm. burns Matilda in her sensitive skin right fucking up. (laughs) Poof. She's really Uh, leathery now. Yes. (laughs) Crispy critter. But then, classic, she Mm. comes back. Oh, of course. You think she's dead? Nope. Mm. She comes back. And there's a final throwdown between her and Kyle. He says, and I think this was supposed to be like a, a moment. I see you, bitch. Oh, it didn't land. It did not land. It did not I land. paused it and looked at you and I said, that really? sucks. This is bad. Uh, Kyle tears off her mask, punches her right in the fucking face and wins. Okay. Matilda, the tooth fairy explodes this time for good. She's not coming back. And with that, the curse on darkness falls has been broken. Wow. Thank goodness. We don't have to sit through a sequel. <laughs> I of that. do not want a sequel. Yikes. Uh, this is proven when a toothless boy doesn't die in Great. the last scene. Great. Okay. The end. Wow. We've made strides. And the ending sequence, and I'll get to that in a little bit, is pretty fucking hilarious oh, because wow. it's very long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of this pile of trash hellacious this movie piece of scared shit me when i was younger like yeah. what, what was i watching because it bad was cinema not, bad <laughs> cinema that's why it terrified you <laughs> bad bad well what is my lesson would roger ebert give it oh i didn't even zero look stars i didn't even look rotten tomatoes wasn't kind so what is my lesson what is your lesson well, i'm going to talk about the tooth fairy oh good because they kept calling this woman the tooth fairy even though the connection to teeth it was not very slim and didn't hold water. It's not very robust. <laughs> okay, so I am going to focus on the tooth fairy. I'm not going to get into teeth in magic or like tooth symbolism yet because yeah. that's actually like a pretty, pretty cool. It's Save pretty for cool an, and it's pretty another movie. big and that wasn't really what this movie was about. So we're yeah. going to stick to the tooth fairy. Okay. Okay. This is a fantasy figure most known amongst smaller children in Western or Western influenced cultures. Okay. Okay, This figure is most often depicted as a fairy like winged woman who flies around leaving money or treats under pillows in exchange for recently lost baby teeth. Kind of creepy when you like spell it it out, right? Maybe I just have a thing with teeth. Am I weird about teeth? Tell me. People visiting me in the night and dipping into my pillow. I'm not a fan of that either. No thanks. Nope. Uh, most children in America are taught about the tooth fairy when they are young, pretty young. Uh, and when you stop believing in the tooth fairy, it's a sign that you've grown up. 
Mm. It's kind of like a Santa Claus Dude, thing, right? I would milk that for all I could get. I, I wait still till believe Tim <laughs> <I still believe. laughs> Or my new shirt. My don't, new Bigfoot shirt. Don't stop believing. <laughs> Give me the money. Show me the money, as Tom Cruise would say. That's that, right. Did I just... You did. Did I just accurately yeah, Jerry Maguire it. You Jerry Maguire it. Jerry Maguire it. I've never even seen that fucking movie. Okay, apparently the first printed account of this ferry was in 1908. Wow. So kind of relatively yeah. recently, when a Chicago Tribune author suggested that parents persuade children to be okay with their loose baby teeth getting pulled out in exchange for some trinkets or coins from the tooth fairy. So it was mm. kind of like... Yeah. Let's entice them. Baiting them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This caught on. The tooth fairy kept popping up and they were cemented into you fantasy, pop culture, fame. Mm. Uh, the whole thing is used mainly as a way to ease the pain or fear of losing teeth. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I wanted to investigate the folklore. Right. Behind the tooth fairy. Okay. Is like, it does it go deeper or, or <laughs> further back? <laughs> Keep drinking your Mickeys. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't seem, this is what's interesting. It doesn't seem to be linked to an exact pagan precursor, which we see a lot. Okay. Even though there are some connections that we can make. So that's what I'm going to do. Most cultures have some kind of tradition or ritual surrounding the disposal of baby teeth. Mm -hmm. Uh, In early Europe, people would bury their children's teeth in the ground as soon as they fell out. Um, And the reasoning seemed to vary, but it seems to always surround something superstitious. Right. Just a little supernatural or supernatural. So like Mm -hmm. protection, safety, long life. Yeah. Uh, One superstition says that if you do not dispose of the baby teeth properly, that person would be doomed to wander the afterlife alone for all of eternity, which is a little bit brutal looking for their teeth. (laughs) Damn. Yes. Laura, how do you feel? (laughs) Okay. Let's check in. (laughs) You're going to be doomed to wander, girl. Burying the teeth also ensured that a witch couldn't steal them for spells mm-hmm. uh, during times when that was like yeah. a real big fear. Uh, some legends say that if a witch were to get a hold of your tooth, they will have complete control over you. Yeah. I feel like that's popped up before. Yeah, it reminds me of the Sopranos episode when we were talking about like nails and oh, teeth. Yes, and yes, exactly. All that kind of yep. stuff. Yeah. Uh, you'll also see teeth mentioned as an offering suggestion for other fae, goblins, supernatural creatures, mm-hmm. etc. Uh, some scholars say that children were often encouraged to throw their teeth into a fire as a way to honor or worship the sun. Hmm. I kind of, I was like, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, and like pagan rituals. Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Specifically in Norse culture, teeth were considered good luck, especially children's teeth. Mm. And warriors would even hang them on a string and wear them as a necklace. Nice. For luck and protection during battle. Fashion forward. Fashion. Yeah. Um, Why does that remind me of Daryl's? Ear necklace? That's exactly what you thought Yes. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. I mean, to me. I'm not judging. It's a little strange. Uh, in some Asian and Middle Eastern countries, uh, there's something called teeth tossing. I thought this was kind of mm, neat. Okay. They like throw teeth towards the sky, throw them around to ensure good health, like throw them up in the air. That seemed to be a big thing. And I was reading like, 
you would throw bottom teeth somewhere specific. Like oh, it was It's like rolling the dice with teeth. Yeah, it was all very specific. Yeah. I thought that mm, was kind of neat. Yeah. Um, and teeth can be a powerful tool in the craft. Uh, again, we will save that for another time because okay. I'm sure there's a movie out there where you can actually see. Like I I'm feel sure. like there's a supernatural episode where yes, I there's think teeth, teeth come in. Spells. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but as far as getting money in exchange for these lost mm-hmm. teeth, cold hard cash. I was like, where'd that come in? Yeah. Uh, in the earliest recorded writings of Norse or Northern European lore, a tradition called tanned fee is mentioned. I'm sure I said that wrong. Okay. This tradition involved paying children a small fee in exchange for their first lost tooth. Hmm. This one said the first. Bribery. And I've also seen emphasis on the sixth tooth the sixth the i can't, sixth? can't say that word the, the sixth. sixth sense yeah i thought that was kind of interesting like depending on where you were the what number tooth changed of really? like what was important or significant i wonder if it determined how much cash you got were teeth worth more like numbered teeth no okay (laughs) uh some other tooth fairy-esque figures from around the world that like helped influence the american tooth fairy okay uh in spain and other spanish-speaking countries there's the story of ratoncito perez uh, a mouse who collects teeth in exchange for gifts much like the tooth fairy nice um in france a tiny mouse known as la Bone Petite Saurus. I'm really, you know what? I'm really just going for it today. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you know, I'll give you a run for your money. It's just all real bad. Uh, this mouse will replace your lost teeth with money or sweets. Are oh, you sensing like nice. a theme? Yes. Uh, in Italy, there's the Fatina dei Denti, hmm. another mouse fairy. Okay, so what's with the mice? What is with the mice? Okay, so a widely practiced ritual involving teeth that has been documented in many places, including New Zealand and Mexico. I think it popped up like pretty much everywhere. Interesting. Involves offering a lost tooth to a mouse or rat. Um, In Mm. exchange, the person's teeth will become strong like the rodents. In like this sympathetic magic kind of thing. All right. And they may get some goodies. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So in many countries around the world, children leave teeth out in hopes that a mouse will come take them away in exchange for money or other gifts. And then their teeth will be strong. Oh wow. All right. Yes. I like it. So while mice or rats are the most common other strong toothed animals Mm -hmm. have been documented as well. Okay. Any strong toothed animal will do. (laughs) Any strong toothed animal. So to wrap things up, the thought is that the American tooth fairy is a little cocktail of these old rituals superstitions and fantasy figures from around the world wow that's super cool yes and then pop culture especially like disney really solidified how we see the figure you know what they look like yeah so speaking of some other tooth fairies in pop culture You've got Tooth Fairy (laughs) starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson as a Tooth Fairy. When I hear the word Tooth Fairy, that's exactly who I think (laughs) of. I think of The Rock. I've never seen that. I'm smelling what you're cooking. My eyes were stunned. When I saw this today, I said, how did I miss this? How did this happen? I'm going to have to cover it. Uh, The Santa Claus 2 and 3. The Tooth Fairy? fairy. Yeah, because remember he gathers all of the like... The fantasy figures. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Tooth Fairy, a horror movie. There's a yes. few horror okay. movies called like Great. Tooth Fairy, Teeth, whatever. Mm-hmm. Toothless, starring Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Do you remember Alley. that one? R.I.P. Toothless, Kirstie. starring Lore. Sorry. <laughs> 
I'm starring uh, in the sequel. And Rise of the Guardians, which has been on my Ooh, list because that yeah. one's cute. It's an animated movie, but yeah, it's yeah. all, it's like the Easter Bunny. The Tooth Fairy. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. that would be cute. I remember, I remember taking my little brother to see that. it. And yeah. It was cute. Uh, that's the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Riveting, Liam. Riveting. You. <laughs> you know what? I hate you. I'm trying my best. I love the lesson. This movie was a the sack movie, of shit. Pure trash. I feel like people are going to be disappointed because when I said I was doing this, they were like, "Oh my god, no one ever talks about this movie." And then I and watched it. And I was why. like, "Well, shit. I fucking no see wonder. why." It just is not memorable. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't necessarily bad. Like, I don't even know. Wasn't the storyline not memorable? The acting not memorable? The whole the whole the ball con- of wax. Yeah, wasn't buying the connections. Wasn't flowing. Wasn't flowing. The villain wasn't. wasn't was, yeah, the villain yeah. was not very scary. Did not she resemble a tooth por- fairy. <laughs> no, because she was wearing this like Phantom of the Opera mask. Right. It, it was Hello, just- Gerard Butler. <laughs> right. Okay, that I would have preferred. <laughs> Me too. Where'd you go? Do we? T- Where in the world, world is Gerard, Gerard Butler? Butler. <laughs> We did it the same. Can you tell that we watch Good Mythical Morning? Laura, side note, has such a crush. Oh my god! On Rhett. Damn, that's a good looking man. I like Link. You do. I do like Link. I like Rhett. I like to stare at him. He's a good looking man. Hey, Rhett and Link. There you go. What's up? All right. Anyway, would you like some fun and random facts? I would. There were not many. Okay, not uh, surprising. Nyctophobia was referenced in the movie, and I was just curious because they didn't. I don't think they said what it was, um, but that is an extreme fear of the dark. So that mm. would make sense in this movie. Okay. Uh, the closing credits. Remember, I said they are hilariously long. Yeah, they run for around eleven minutes. And why? This is because without it, the movie would have been considered too short to release theatrically. They couldn't even stretch. Jake was like, what? You couldn't have thought to expand on any of your characters, the plot at all. I said, apparently not. They were like, you know what? Let's fucking make this run the credits for 15 minutes. And it's like trying to be new metal. It sounds Uh, like Evanescence. (laughs) (laughs) But it's again, it's just like so fucking But it wasn't Evanescence. It was not. It was like bargain evanescence which is even bargain basement damn uh the sound of matilda's wailing throughout the film on the way is really reach her wailing was actually the sound of an elderly woman's groaning me that's what i said they crept into your room and recorded you sleeping Shit. Uh, 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Nine? Why do I always do these? And you know what the killer about this one is? No one suggested this. Oh my. I was just like, you know what? I want to do this. this. Like <laughs> I love this one. I was just like, what the fuck? Uh, last but not least, while I was doing my research on the Tooth Fairy, mm-hmm. I saw that a common search was, quote unquote, is it safe to use a magic eraser on teeth? <laughs> the answer is no (laughs) but you know what inventive (laughs) because as soon as i read that i was like good question (laughs) you know what hey oh my god uh so that's what i have (laughs) i love that thank you very good very good 
Um, too enthusiastic <laughs> thumbs down. Oh no. No. Um, yeah, I was in there when you were watching the movie, but I, you saw it me was not even, it was not even interesting enough to no. Laura. It was bad. Look up at the screen. No, it was bad. Even October <laughs> was like, I'm not interested at all. She, 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 took much she took a nap. <laughs> uh, that's what I got. It's, right, you know also, what? What is with me and the summer? I start a clinker train every did. year. A clinker train. Oh, you shit. Do. Hop Damn. aboard the clinker train. <laughs> you are not big enough. So Bob and Huffy. How are you oh doing on your 40? Oh, I no. am. It's almost gone. At the rate I'm going, you're going to be seeing my hot wing picture. But I think I might need to take a pee break or I'm going to be. You better not. I'll be on repeat. <laughs> you better not. What do you mean? You, you can't better. take a pee? <laughs> do I want to repeat? I'm like a couple weeks ago. All right, go. All right, cool. So I'm up. I'm up to bat. You're up. This is probably. We've both gotten way drunker. Yes. I'm toasted. I finished my 40. She finished her 40. Boop, boop. I'm still working. I'm trying. Uh, I have to keep I bourbon. Think, I think I'm drunk. <laughs> you look a little glassy eyed over oh, there. Oh, okay. Wow, you're only half a whatever in, whatever that is. Jesus, take the wheel. Anyway, this is probably not the episode I should have gotten a little crunk <laughs> on because this is like oh a very God. controversial <laughs> movie. I just forgot. How this happened. <laughs> How does this happen? You know, yeah. I was going to do this so many times and I'm just like, I feel like I'm not in the right mental frame of mind a to do it. A lot of people don't like this movie. A lot of people don't like this movie. Yeah. I freaking love it. I love this I love movie. it when it first came out. <laughs> I think I watched it as many times as I possibly could have. It's always in the rotation. I am talking about Dogma today. Dogma. 1999 American fantasy comedy. Just for you, Lee. The tagline, get touched by an angel. Ooh. <laughs> but this movie is two hours and ten minutes long. Damn. Why did I feel that in my loins? <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Right. But then, but then I remembered Nick Cage as Seth the Angel in City of Angels. Uh, and it went away. <laughs> okay, anyway, get touched by an right, angel yes. there. Uh, written and directed by Kevin Smith. Uh, the man is in the house. We love Kevin we Smith. We love Kevin Smith. This is the first time that we've uh, brought a Kevin Smith movie. You either love him in. or you hate him. Love and him or you hate him. Love him. We love him. This yes. is the fourth film from View Askew. Askew. Um, Clerks was number one. Mm-hmm. Mall Rats and Chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. $10 million budget. Okay. Did 44 mil. Okay. Mm-hmm. Making it Smith's highest grossing film oh. in the Askewniverse to date. Okay, Askewniverse. Yeah. Did you make that up? No. Oh I my did God. not. We're not very good at Askewniverse members. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, it was well received by critics. Yeah. However, the Catholic Church was not too happy. No, no, no. Uh, with the film, they weren't happy at all. Calling the film blasphemous, mm-hmm. organizing protests, which delayed the release of the film in several countries. Right. And Kevin Smith himself was a recipient of at least two death threats. Like, calm down. But, but the okay. show did go on. It sure did. It sure did. I wish Jake were down here because the music is so was by none other than Howard Shore. <laughs> Talented guy. Talented guy. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, yeah. right? There you Jake go. Jake loves Howard Shore. And this is an ensemble cast that cannot be denied. I really do think that, like, the cast in this one is, it's just so good. It's so good, except for, like, one, I feel like there was one miscast. I, is it going to be the same? 
Okay, right, let's so, see. Okay, okay. All right. So I got Ben Affleck as Bartleby. The Fleck. The Fleck. <laughs> the Ben Affleck. <laughs> And we've got his significant other, Matt Damon. And you know what? As hey, Loki. I'm gonna it's say a it. bromance. I'm gonna say it right here. I like Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. I don't know about Ben Affleck though. You know what? I'm still coming around. Right. I don't think I do. I don't <laughs> think I do. But Matt Damon though. Matt Damon. He's like Why do I the Damonator. Like <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> All right, we have Linda Florentino as Bethany Sloan. This, this is the is one. one. Yeah, yeah, she was not cast. She was right. not cast correctly. I did not care for her in no. this film, and she's like the main character. It is kind of a bummer. Yikes! All right, we have Selma Hayek as Serendipity. Yeah, not the John Cusack film. No. All right, Jason Lee. Yes, is Azriel. I freaking love Jason Lee so much. We are big Jason Lee fans. We are. I'm mm-hmm. um, Alan Rickman as the Metatron. It hurts me when I see Alan Rickman. I know. It really I know. does. R.I.P. Um, Chris Rock <laughs> is Rufus. Chris Rock is my top three. Have we talked yes. about this? He it, is an Aquarius sun with an Aries yeah. moon and rising. And I just find that so interesting. Yeah. Connect. Simpatico. Simpatico. Jason Mewes is Jay. Yeah. Kevin Smith is Silent Bob. Jane Silent Bob. Is this the first time we're talking Jane Silent Bob? It we has are. to be. It is. Yeah. I think I mentioned them when they popped in uh, on Scream or oh, something yeah. when we okay. talked about Yeah, but we haven't really dove in. Yeah. Uh, George Carlin is Cardinal Glick. Do I know that? Oh my gosh, you should. Okay. Great stand up comedian. Okay. Uh, Bud Court is John Doe Jersey. Mm-hmm. Alanis Morissette is God. I mean, boom. I mean,. Who else would be God? Boom. Uh, Janine Garofalo is Liz. Love her. I fucking love Janine Garofalo. We've talked said to, it before. Talked about her a few mm-hmm. uh, movies back. Uh, and Betty Aberlin as the nun. Remember the nun in the um, the airport? Oh, yeah. So it's played by Betty Aberlin, who played Lady Aberlin on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood for the entire 33-year run. Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. Okay. Wow. All right. So I thought... You know, before we dive into this movie, what yeah. exactly is dogma? Okay, tell me. Okay. Yeah. As defined by the Cambridge English Dictionary. Mm, scholarly. Mm, yes, very. Dogma. <laughs> where, is the, where is the great Poupon? <laughs> uh, dogma is a fixed, especially religious, belief or set of beliefs that people are expected to accept okay. without any doubt. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Can you see where we're going here? I see. Hey, I see it. Mm-hmm. I see it. <laughs> this movie, 10 out of 10. Yeah. With that being said, there is a disclaimer at the beginning of the film <laughs> yeah. from the filmmaker, right. Kevin Smith. View Askew would like to state that this film from start to finish is a work of comedic fantasy. Right. Not to be taken seriously. It's going to be okay. Right. And we hear it, Uncle Bob's. We're on the same page. Right, right, exactly. So don't come at us. Yeah, we're just, we're going to, we're just trying to have fun. Okay. Right. Yes. We're not trying to shit on anyone's anything. Right. Okay. We're not. Laura's <laughs> drinking a 40. It's going to be all right. I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> all right, so here's your plot. Okay. The movie begins on the Asbury Park boardwalk in New Jersey. <gasps> I do. Ooh. Should I move to New Jersey? Should you? I don't know. Our friends, our neighbors. Anyone out there that lives in New Jersey? Email us why you like to live in New Jersey. Why am I so intrigued? Yeah, I mean, we've got a story about... You have good meatballs there? I don't know. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) What a random question. It's just a feeling. 
<laughs> so we're in Asbury Park okay, on yeah. the boardwalk. Right. We've been there. We've been there. We met Bruce Springsteen. We did. Um, we see a man standing in front of the ski pole. Ski pole. <laughs> good, good. Yep. Uh, I'm already, you know, <laughs> hey, today I'm three sheets of the wind. So I was going to say, take it with a grain of salt. The skee-ball arcade when he is attacked by three boys wielding hockey sticks. Yeah. And they're known as the Stygian triplets. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> a little play on the Stygian witches. I wonder if I mentioned that when I did the Stygian witches. I don't think I did though. Cause really? I don't think I knew that. Interesting. I don't think I ever caught on to that. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they beat the shit out of this poor dude. <laughs> He's alive, okay. but he's in the hospital in a coma, okay. hooked up to life support. <laughs> he has almost no identification whatsoever. John Doe has been dubbed John Doe Jersey. John Doe Jersey. John Doe Jersey. TM. I kind of like that. I know. John right? Doe Jersey. T-shirt. Yeah. Sounds um, like a restaurant. What would they serve? <laughs> Deer. Ski balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's head on over to a press conference in Red Bank, New Jersey. Okay. Where we are introduced to Cardinal Glick and his new campaign called Catholicism. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. He tells the press that people think the Catholic Church is an archaic institution. Mm -hmm. People find the Bible hokey. (laughs) (laughs) So in an effort to disprove all of that, the church has opted for a fresh take in both faith and style. Okay. For example, the crucifix. We're retiring that. This highly recognizable but depressing image of Christ on the cross. Because Jesus didn't come to earth to give us the willies. No, he came to help us out. So with that, we've come up with a more admiring image. The Buddy Christ. The Buddy Christ. If you've never seen the Buddy Christ, you're going to be like, what is the Buddy Christ? You'll look so good. And he says, doesn't it pop? (laughs) Pop. (laughs) Go check out the Buddy Christ. Yeah. All right. Jump to Milwaukee. Okay. The airport where we are introduced to two fallen angels. Okay. Named Loki, Mm -hmm. formerly known as the angel of death. Okay. And his BFF, Bartleby. Right. One night, a drunk Loki with the urging of Bartleby resigns as the angel of death, gives God a what's for and whips him the finger. Okay. As punishment, the two were banned from heaven right. and doomed to exile for the rest of eternity <laughs> in Wisconsin. <laughs> is it someone wearing a cheese hat? It's the first time I ever saw a cheese hat. And, and you and wanted we, one. And when we drove through Wisconsin, I was looking for a fucking cheese hat. You were hat. really upset that you didn't I get a cheese one. hat. I should have gotten one. Someone send us a cheese hat. <laughs> if you live in Wisconsin, <laughs> I want a cheese hat. I'll wear it with pride. She will, too. All right. So Loki, who is trying to convince a nun to give up on her faith... Right. Based on Alice in Wonderland's Carpenter and the Walrus. Oh, boy. To which she replies, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> Is this the girl from Pittsburgh? Yes. <laughs> Lady Elaine. Bartleby informs Loki of the Catholicism Wow initiative, okay. which is offering up this one time only. Right. All who pass through its doors, a clean slate. Ooh, I see an in. Yeah, seeing a loophole, Bartleby concludes that if he and Loki walk through the door... And then die. They will be reborn and regain access to heaven. No harm, no foul. Clean slate. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Right? Yeah. What the two fail to realize is by doing this, they will prove that God is fallible. 
which is a no-go. Okay. God cannot make any mistakes. Oh, and oh this I see. will wipe out all of existence. Because there can't be a loophole. Cannot be a loophole. Okay. Cannot, you cannot say God is wrong ever. Right. So no, no. Got it. Right? So they're going to have to be stopped. Okay. It's all hands on deck. Right. All right. Loki's on board. <laughs> okay. But he wants to make a pit stop. Okay. To take out some idolaters. Of the Mubi Corporation. Oh, my God. Right? Yep. So this is like a meshing of McDonald's and Disney. It's a sub story, and I'm not going to go into it. But it the, pops up it in pops Kevin up, Smith. I was going to say, because Mubi goes on to right. star in like subsequent Kevin Smith films. All you have to know is it's a fast food restaurant in this universe. And they worship, you know, Ronald <laughs> McDonald. Right. No, I mean Mubi. Mubi, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Ronald McDonald-esque figure. Yes. Yes. Or Clark the Blue. <laughs> it's like a moose. <laughs> Wally world. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's meet the savior, Bethany Mm -hmm. in McHenry, Illinois. Just a normal human. Okay. She sits in church Mm -hmm. as a matter of obligation. Okay. She has had some shit happen in her life. She's really not buying what the church is selling. Mm -hmm. Bethany works at Planned Parenthood. Okay. And tells her friend Liz that she thinks God is dead. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm Going right to the point. Whoa. Got it. But later that night after saying her prayers... Which is well funny, kinda- right? <laughs> she is visited. Hey, you to? <laughs> right? I don't, I don't okay. I'm just putting that out there. She is visited by the Metatron. Yes. The voice of the one true God. Mm-hmm. Because humans could not be in the presence of God's voice without their heads exploding. Right, right. So he tells Bethany. And this is Alan Rickman, of Alan course. Alan Rickman, of course. <laughs> and he's so great in this role. Um, he tells Bethany that she was chosen okay. for a holy crusade. Just she, casual, light, casual, light mission. Yes. She has to stop two angels from entering a church mm-hmm. in New Jersey, thus negating all of existence. Light mesh. She declines. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> At first, but Metatron tells her that she will not be alone. Okay. On her journey, she's going to be aided by two prophets. Right. She wakes up in her bed Snap. thinking it was all a dream. Okay. Until she leaves work that evening. And is attacked by the three hockey stick wielding skaters. They are kind of creepy. They are. In all honesty. Very, yeah. very creepy. Uh-huh. Um, she's quickly rescued by the prophets. <laughs> Jane Silent Bob. Snooch to the nooch. So here's your dream team right here. The dream team, yeah. right? The prophets. Two stoners from Jersey <laughs> named Jay and Silent Bob. Snooch to the motherfucking nooch. I love it. Schnoogans. Okay. Lord's all just right. going to drop I've got, I've got my one-liner. t-shirt on. They have made their way to Illinois solely based on John Hughes movies. The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Mm -hmm. 16 Candles. They feel the weed scene is underrepresented in these films. Is it Shermer, Illinois? In Shermer, Shermer, Illinois. Illinois. Right. So they think that they can set up shop and make some mad profit. Right. Wink, wink. Right. Uh, By setting up shop in Shermer where all of these movies take place. The only problem. It's not real. There's no Shermer in Illinois. I was devastated as well when I realized that. <laughs> I learned this with Jane Silent Bob and I was like, wait, what do you mean? They basically say all of the characters in these John Hughes films are lame, except for Judd Nelson. He's pretty harsh. Oh, wow. Hey, we do love Judd. Right. We do. But what happened to him? You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, they're headed back home to New Jersey and Bethany's going to tag along. Okay. Yeah. She figures you're the prophet. These must be the prophets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they pretty much spend the rest of the movie making a lot of dick and fart jokes. But eventually help. But eventually help save the day. Right. All right. Next up, Rufus falls out of the sky and hits the pavement in nothing but his birthday suit. I just took a sip of my giant beverage and it splashed up into my forehead. Splash zone. Well, that's less you have to drink. 
<laughs> oh my god, good point. Good point. Okay, anyway, Rufus. All right, Rufus falls out of the sky, hits the pavement in nothing but his birthday suit. You see his butt. You do. Did you, like you it? do. <laughs> you just looked at me. I dead was like, in the eye. you do see his butt. It was a nice butt. All right. He falls. Laura's I'm like, gonna, I just remember. gonna move I on. I remember the butt. I remember. I just watched it yesterday. Yeah. All right, right in front of Bethany and the prophets. Jay asked if he was thrown out of a plane like in Con Air. Oh my God. Nick Cage and Jake's inspo for his <laughs> Nick Cage, you've made it into another one. Hey. He, he explains that he's been dead for about 2,000 years. Right. And that he was BFFs with Jesus. Okay. Rufus is the 13th apostle, but was written out of history. Right. Via the Bible mm-hmm. because of the color of his skin. Right. Along with JC, right? Yeah. Whose ethnicity was changed to appease the masses. Mm-hmm. And he has returned to earth to help Bethany in her quest if she helps him set history right. Welcome to the team, Rufus. There you go. Next up, serendipity. <laughs> yeah. Again, not the John Cusack film. Laura. She is a muse. Yeah. Who works in the entertainment industry. <laughs> yeah, she does. Claiming she inspired 19 out of the 20 top grossing films of all time. I, I love her character. Uh, she is I so do. good. She is really good. Um, I'll accept Home Alone. Someone must have sold their soul to the devil to get the grosses up on that piece of crap. Hey, which is me. a John Hughes film, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> Hilarious. And number two, <laughs> number two, Joe Pesci lighting his head on fire. You don't think that's funny? (laughs) That was worth the gross. Anyway, she has decided that she is tired of inspiring others and gave up musing to inspire herself. Hell yeah. Turns out her gift does not work for her own gain. No. And now she's working at a strip club for tips. Yeah. She's joining the gang. That sucks. Welcome to the team. There you go. Metatron dips in and out, helping them as needed. Yeah. Because this isn't going to be easy. As Bethany learns the reason that she was chosen for this mission. Okay. She's the last Zion, the last living descendant of Mary and Joseph, hence related to JC. Wow. And they picked, you know what? No offense to this actress, but right? she was just as bland as a white piece of toast. She's like watching paint dry. <laughs> oh Seriously. <laughs> I would have preferred it actually. Right. That was just an unnecessary roast, but I'm like, damn, she's supposed to be like all this. But you know what? I just don't think I like her as an actress because I didn't care for her in Men in Black either. Oh my God. She yeah. was in Men in Snore, Black. Right? She's like, oh my God. instead of Nat King she's Cole's just Unforgettable, for she's forgettable. <laughs> That's what you are. Lord. <laughs> anyway. Okay, yeah. She's just not for us. Got it. Anyway, unfortunately, God went down to earth to play ski ball a few days ago and has not been seen since. Same. Which leaves it all up to Bethany. Okay. But, you know, it's not going to be easy because there's people out for her. Here's oh, right. Here's your opposition. Okay. okay. Well, I like the way you're setting this up yeah. for me. This is fun. All okay. Right. We have Azriel, which yeah. is Jason Lee and adorable. Love him. A former muse, mm-hmm. now turned demon. Mm-hmm. He's, He's got the, cute little horns. He does. He's the one that employs the Stygian triplets, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he's trying to help Loki and Bart, that's what I'm calling them, Bart. get through those arches mm-hmm. because he's sick and tired of being in hell. He's pissed. Right? When the triplets fail to take out Bethany, he sends in the big guns, a Golgothan. Oh, yeah. A shit demon. <laughs> it made is a shit monster. Of excrement. It's made of poop. It's made of poop. It's, <laughs> it's a poop monster. Poop. My favorite in that movie, I don't know what exactly the line is, but someone says something about shit. Like, that would be a huge dump or something, and then they cut to the poop monster being formed. I love it. That's like... 
than me. Yeah, he, his cuts are good. I feel like me and Kevin Smith might have something simpatico, <laughs> right? The brain's working the same, right? Yeah. Well, Silent Bob ends up taking him out by spraying him with room deodorizer. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. They poo rise. Remember? Oh my god, that Jack Black. Oh my, love you, Jack Black. But, but that, that was a was that was so a piece bad. of shit. All right. What was it called? Envy. Yeah, I think it was that's called what Envy. It was called. That wow. movie was Crap. so bad. All right. So Azriel again wants out of hell. Right. So he's just gonna have to take Bethany out himself. Okay. Jay takes him out with a golf club that he stole from Cardinal <laughs> yeah. Glick's office. I forgot about that because the Cardinal had blessed it to improve his golf game. <laughs> So bye-bye, Azriel. Here's the damn speed round wrap-up. This movie is two hours and ten minutes long. Everyone makes... It's funny as hell. It is so hilarious. Everyone makes their way to the church. Bartleby loses his shit and starts wiping out everyone in sight, including Cardinal Glick. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, He also tears off Loki's wings. That scene is like... It's so, so goofy, but it's brutal. It's kind of sad, it right? Kind of sad. Making him human. Matt Damon, good acting choice. You know what? Tears. I felt for him. Tears. I felt for him. Why do we love Matt Damon? <laughs> Where did this come from? I think it's Goodwill Hunting. I think. Oh my god, I think it is. When he says, "How do you like them apples?" He had me. <laughs> I was his. <laughs> Seeing that Bartleby's cheese has done slid off his cracker. Yeah. Loki decides. To help out the gang. Okay. So Bartleby kills him. It's so sad. I hate it. I hate it. I hate this. Before all existence is wiped out, they realize the John Doe jersey in the coma at the hospital Mm -hmm. must be God. They both like to play (laughs) skee-ball. See? Oh, oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So Bethany rushes over to the hospital, removes God from life support. Okay. But is accidentally killed in the process. Bethany is killed. Rest in peace. Dying as a martyr. Ah, God manifests at the church, of course, in the form of Alanis Morissette and kills Bartleby. 10 out of 10. With the power of her voice. Oh, I'm broke, but. <laughs> Isn't it around here? I know, but I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs> when it all comes down to you. All right. enough that is Leaking a cigarette <laughs> that's so wrong oh my god how much that's, of that have you drank that's the voice that kills you <laughs> when it all comes down to you <laughs> no, I feel I've like I'm like sorry I'm sorry isn't it a comic we're on two different Ten songs and forks when There's, all you need is a knife I'm singing you don't even know. <laughs> What's it called? Handful of pockets. <laughs> Handful of pockets. Oh my God. Go. <laughs> You're done here. You made anyway, me drink this. <laughs> anyway, Alanis Morissette comes and fucking saves the day. She yeah, like she does. resurrects. You I know. do really like this. I mean, I know it pisses people off, but yeah. Um, I I just think she's so beautiful. Like, she genuinely, is. And so I really liked her. She like in this opens role. her mouth and flowers start know, fucking blooming so and shit. It's, it's awesome. so cute. And of course she takes out Ben Affleck, which is always a plus in my yeah, book. Yeah, he was being a fucking asshole. When is he not an <laughs> asshole? This is why we don't like Ben Affleck. <laughs> Absolutely. In Mallrats, the worst. Oh, the worst. All right. So she ends up resurrecting Bethany. Yeah. And making her pregnant. 
Oh my so she's God. going to carry on the Zion, right? Yeah. All of the heavenly players return to heaven with God, okay. leaving Jay and Silent Bob and Bethany to reflect on what the fuck just happened. Yeah. And that is the end. <laughs> How did I do? Because that movie was like literally so all I think over you, the place. I like the way that you did that. Okay. Yeah. That's a hard one to explain because it's, there's a lot of characters and it's hopping all over the hopping place for quite some time. Different places. And so many different stories. There's line. a lot of references and a lot of. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the one liners, the pop culture references. Freaking love Any them. Any Kevin Smith movie, mm-hmm. it just, yeah, it's I just like find right him funny. Alley. Yeah. He's hilarious. All right, so here are a few fun and random Ooh, facts. I'm excited. All right, so the Buddy Christ statue, which we referred to in the beginning, yeah. used in the film, is on display or was at Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash, the comic yes. book store that Kevin Smith owns in Red Bank, New Jersey. Yeah, we went there. We did. We went on the cutest little girls trip there it after was. being in Philly. Yes, it was a good time. I loved it. I would love to go back to Red Bank. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was beautiful. Love the diner. Mm-hmm. Love walking the town. You yeah. met uh, Walt Flanagan. I did. Tell him you know. Steve Dave. <laughs> Tell him Steve Dave. These ladies would like a picture with you. Yeah. If you know Kevin Smith movies, there's always a guy who says, tell him Steve Dave. Yeah. And this, yeah. <laughs> this man, Walt, was right. in the store when we went to visit. And I was like, I have to get my picture with Absolutely. you. You're in like all of these movies. And he was so mortified and embarrassed. He's like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely cool. That yeah. was a great trip. We it got was. all kinds of, I was like, where is my. We um, got a lot of tchotchkes. Jay and Silent Bob's I still mug. have a. Uh, can or a bottle opener bottle opener we got magnets i've got a mug we got t-shirts i got my t-shirt on we love a tchotchke we love a tchotchke we love kevin smith all right here we go (laughs) according to kevin smith linda forentino Uh uh-huh was very difficult to work with no shit some days she wouldn't even speak to him what he okay, later claimed right he later claimed that he wished he would have offered the role to janine garofalo oh why did you t- yes that oh, would have been no. such a, well, a much better fit oh lord why did you tell me yeah. that because now me I'm too never, kevin me I am too never gonna be able to watch this movie yes. again because yes you're right that definitely should have went that would have worked that would have worked once filming concluded the two did not speak to each other anymore until Smith had his massive heart attack in 2018, she got in touch and the two made amends. Okay, well, that's cute. That's but nice. That's interesting because a, you could kind of tell that she didn't want to be there. Yeah. Like her act, maybe that's just how she acts. But I she just like looked it. uninterested yes. in the movie yes. the entire time. Exactly. I agree. I agree. So I feel validated. I do too. There that's interesting. Yeah. In the film, Loki is the angel of death and Azriel is a demon who wants to cause mischief. Okay. But but in traditional mythology, Azriel is the angel of death, ah. and Loki is a Norse god known as the trickster. Yeah, we've talked about Loki, right? Mm-hmm, we have. I wonder why he did that. I don't know. Interesting, right? Just to spice things spice up. Spice it up. Mix okay. it up. Do all, due to all the hoopla over the film, Disney has was having doubts about releasing it, at which point Miramax Harvey Weinstein okay. personally bought the distribution rights and the film was released by Lionsgate Wait, instead. Wait, are you telling me this was a Disney film? Is that what you just said? I think said? at first. That what? sounds, yeah. 
Since the Weinsteins personally own the distribution rights, the film is unavailable to stream or purchase digitally. Dude, this movie is hard. I could not find, find it. I ended up finding they have it on YouTube. This thing, yeah. We um, have a VHS. We have a VHS, copy, VHS copy. You better hold on to that. I better. Its last official home media release was on Blu-ray in March of 2008. Okay. And this would be Lionsgate' highest highest grossing release until 2004's Crash. Oh, Great love movie. That one. I okay. love that movie. Okay. Smith has said, My movie about angels is owned by the devil. Yeah, that's fucking unfortunate. Okay. Very much so. Interesting. Uh, Kevin Smith originally wanted Danny Elfman to do the score. But he was unavailable. Why did you tell me that too? I know that would have been great, right? Oh my god, remake the movie and put Janine in there. Get the elf. Yes. Get the elfman. <laughs> mm. uh, Kevin Smith once happened across a demonstration against the movie by a group of Catholics, and since no one recognized him, he joined in. Hilarious. That's, That's so totally funny. something I would do. I'd be like, "Hey, what are you guys so pissed off? About? What's up? <laughs> this movie sucks." I'd be like egging them on and be like, "Yeah, doesn't this fucking suck?" <laughs> there you go. Uh, the boardwalk where John Doe Jersey is beat up by the triplets is the same boardwalk that can be seen in several episodes of The Sopranos. Uh, yeah, which of course is Asbury Park. I love that boardwalk. Oh, it's so oh. nice. Yes, but besides this filming location, all other scenes were shot in and around. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh PA. Hey. Yes. I love that. Isn't Kevin awesome? Smith likes Pittsburgh. He does. He talks a lot about Pittsburgh. He, he goes to with Pittsburgh. Ides, yeah, he goes to comic store. Goes to Ides. I heard he's been seen in Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Smith. He's hey. out and about in the town. Fun. I mean, Jersey and yeah, Philly our neighbors, and Pittsburgh. Our friends. Yeah. yeah. I kind of think that either... You all fuck with we each other. We all fuck with don't. each other, right? Yeah, I <laughs> kind think of so. a bit of both. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I like it. All right. So, what is my freaking lesson? Oh my god, teach me about muses, please. Yeah, because you have brought up muses. I have so many I said times. Wink, wink. Right? Yeah. All right. I mean, this topic screams Greek mythology. Am I right? Oh fuck. Right? Yeah, it does. All right. So, in Greek mythology, the muses were the goddesses of inspiration. Okay. Specifically, when it came to all things science, literature, and the arts. Ooh. Okay. They were the daughters of Zeus, and I'm going to mess wasn't? this up. Right? I mean, my <laughs> God, that guy procreated. <laughs> all right. So, and I'm going to mess up this uh, the wife's name or it's the okay. mistress's name, Menenosin, and the romantic. They were the romantic companions of Apollo. Okay. Who was the god of the arts? So okay. he taught the muses everything that he knew. Okay. The muses would be house entertainment for all of the gods on Mount Olympus. Hmm. But they did not begin as daughters of a god. Okay. But as nymphs that manifested as whispers in the ears of all who called on them and thus began their existence to celebrate the victory of the gods over the titans. And then they eventually manifested themselves into much more. The muses ended up playing a huge role in the artistic development of the ancient Greeks and were widely worshipped until Christianity became the dominant religion in Europe. I see. Okay. And there were nine muses in all. 
Oh, really? Nine different ones. Okay. Yes. And each muse is associated with a particular form of art. Ooh, that's pretty. Right? Okay. So artist renderings throughout history portray them as beautiful, ethereal women. Of course. Surrounded by the symbols of their inspiration. Okay. So in alphabetical order. Give them to me. They are as follows. Okay. And I'm sure I'm going to butcher up some of these yeah, names. Yeah, for sure. So have no fear. I'll make you look like a punk. <laughs> Thank you. All right. The first one is Calliope. Yeah. The oldest of the muses. Okay. And the one with a beautiful voice. Ah. The muse of heroic and epic poetry, mm. often depicted holding a writing tablet. Oh, pretty. Okay. Cleo, muse of history. She mm. is usually associated with the globe as she represents the history which embraces all places and all times. Oh, I like that. Right? Yeah. Erato, muse of lyric and love erato. poetry. <laughs> oh, like oh, erotic, maybe. Mm. You stop that right now. There you go. Music of lyric and love poetry and romance. Sex. <laughs> often seen instantly got red. Red. Often seen playing a lyre and wearing a laurel wreath with mm. arrows by her side. Ah. Euterpe. Ah. Okay. Mm, hopefully I said that right. Muse of music and flutes. flutes. Often seen, you guessed it, surrounded by instruments and playing a flute. Yeah, flutes. Where's Ron Burgundy? <laughs> <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> I know I'm going to get this right. Melpomene. Sounds good. Oh, my. One of the two muses of theater. Oh. She, the muse of tragedy, okay. holds uh, the tragedy mask. Oh, I like that. And according to the myth, she is the mother of mermaids who had everything she could possibly desire, but yet was still unhappy. The embodiment of true tragedy. Okay. I'm devastated. Right. I did not expect that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Palminia. The muse of sacred poetry and dance mm -hmm. and is given credit for creating the lyre, harmony, and agriculture. Ah. Terskifori. I know I'm saying these <laughs> wrong. I probably I need a language coach. All right, the music of dancing, the muse of dancing and singing, and mm. is often depicted dancing and holding a lyre. Okay. She is known as the mother of sirens who seduce sailors with their songs. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Thalia. The second muse of the theater, mm -hmm. which is comedy. So she holds the comedy mask and is the embodiment of a cheerful, laughing young woman. I love that. There you go. Uh, Urania, mm -hmm. the muse of astronomy and astrology and math. Oh, fun. Oh, she math. is math. <laughs> oh, shit. Math is a wonderful, wonderful thing. thing. Let's she get off your ass and do some math. <laughs> <laughs> she is the youngest of the nine and is most often depicted wearing a crown of stars, a blue dress, and a globe on which she measures positions with a compass. Oh, damn. Okay, her she's mathin'. Right, she is. Her name has been the inspiration for many astronomy groups and observatories. What was it again? Uh, Urania. <laughs> okay, that the is planet, pretty. Yeah, the planet Uranus is named for her, as well as the Greek god Uranus. Mm, nice, right? That. Yeah. The ancient authors would invoke the muses while writing poetry, songs, or history. Their works would include an invocation at the beginning, mm. asking for help and inspiration from the muses, or it would invite the muse to sing directly through the artists. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. There you go. So the next time you want to feel inspired, you can visit a museum, which is <gasps> translated to a place that muses are worshipped. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yes. You're lying. No. Oh, that's beautiful. Which is interesting when you think of what is in a museum. Well, yeah, Lord. <laughs> 
art, art, history, yes, astronomy, yep. right? Yeah. I, mind can, blown. I connected those dots silently in mind my mind. Yeah. I wanted to share it with <laughs> share it with everybody. Mind blown, right? That's Museum. really cool. I like that. Yeah, right. I never put those two uh-huh. together. There you Pretty. go. And that's dogma. I liked that. Yes. Yeah. That is, I mean, not a lot of people, you either love that movie or, or you hate it. I feel like you yeah. have to go into it with, I you know it. what I mean? You like, gotta have a sense of humor. I was gonna say. I mean, you know. Willing to like joke around about that kind of stuff, which if you're not, that's totally cool. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I prefer to have a sense of humor about it. Same, and I really like that lesson. Yeah, and I mean, Kevin Smith is Catholic, so uh, is you know it really? I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you know, interesting. He's interesting. Just, you know, working stuff out that was in his melon. That's right. And we right. got to reap the the, and I'm reaping the the, com- <laughs> the comedic gold. The comedic gold. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I good. love that. Gives you a lot of things to think about. You I like tackled it. the beast. I did. And you did it with a 40 in your hand. Do you yes, feel triumphant? I do. Uh, Lore finished hers, mm-hmm. which means you do not get the woo, fart woo. video. Right. But Patreon members, you're going to get you're that gonna picture. You're going to get my hot sauce picture because I can't do it. This drink tastes like fucking asshole. Pure ass. And not good asshole. Yikes. <laughs> and I'm like a little over halfway, which makes me want to say like, just do it, just girl. But it. I can't. I'll be holding your head over the porcelain yeah, I was god say, later. I would totally puke. Yeah, don't do it. So... You'll see my hot sauce picture. You're a mom now. You'd be responsible. Oh my God. Yeah. Like fucking get it together. <laughs> I was not responsible in my choice of drink. No, no. no. You should have, you should have trusted me and went uh, with the Mickey's. I'm a, I am a forties girl. Really? I'm a forties. <laughs> Multiple forties. 1940s. <1940s. laughs> I do multiple 40s oh at a time. Oh my God. All right. We got to go. go. We've had too much alcohol. We love you. That was that was yes, a fun one. That was a good one. That was a fun one. Yes. All uh, right. We'll catch you next week, everyone. Catch on the flippity flop. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on. <laughs>